welcome to the new series of the Heidi Jones Coaching Podcast. This podcast is for everyone who is ready to do some of the inner work for a healthier and more positive lifestyle. I'll be delving into the topics that we need to talk about more, including our health, our mindset, and living with purpose and passion. I'll be speaking to guests that will leave you feeling inspired to find out what is possible in your life if you gave yourself the opportunity to find out. This isn't the place for chit-chat, gossip, or endless science. It's for real women with real problems that want more from life. Sound good to you? Let's move on with the show. Welcome to this week's episode. Great to have you here. I'm in a super festive mood. I've got jingle bell rocks running around in my head. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I've just come back from Hannah's Christmas concert. So I am very festive. I'm recording this intro a few days before this episode is being released because I'm actually traveling over the weekend. So by the time you're listening, I'll be in the UK visiting Granny and Papa with Hannah for the Christmas season. Um, We're going to have her birthday there as well. So she's going to have a great time being spoiled by her granny and papa and aunties and uncles. Um, It's going to be lovely. So we're just kind of in that prepping mode, um, finishing things off. You know, it can feel a little bit hectic around this time of year, but I'm keeping perspective, staying focused on what matters and not getting distracted by what anyone else is doing, just focusing on what's important to kind of our family and our traditions. If you have been finding yourself getting a little bit stressed out in this kind of lead up to Christmas and New Year, please revisit or visit my previous episode because I do give some kind of prompts and advice and some coaching tools from my toolkit to help you manage this kind of time of year. I'm moving into this podcast episode. I am introducing Sarah. She has been a member of my mastermind since day one. So it's been a good few years now. And Sarah has such an incredible story that I just felt that everyone should hear it. Now, if you are someone who has ideas, has maybe this internal pull that you want to have a change in your life, maybe 2023 is like the year that you want to create more or do something different. Maybe you've been putting off something over and over again, or perhaps you just have an idea that you just have no idea where to start. And because of that, it's always something you wish you had or wish you were doing, but you never actually get around to to making it happen. Sarah is going to show you kind of how it can happen. The things that we have to do in order to go from idea into reality. And, you know, Sarah didn't have an easy ride. She had some of the biggest adversities you can face. She had Brexit come along, the pandemic, full lockdown in Dubai. She overcome those and actually used some of that time to her advantage to be able to change the trajectory of her life for the better. So she really delves into how to build up some self-belief so you know that you're right at making a good decision, you're making the right decision, how the planning process started. So this is a real great episode to one to feel inspired, especially in that lead up to maybe setting some goals for 2023. 
and to hear a real life story because sometimes we have to see it to believe it can be true for ourselves. So Sarah is helping you see that you can do the things that you set your mind to. She's kind of proof in the pudding, the Christmas pudding this week. (laughs) Okay, right, enjoy the show and I'll be back next week. What was the goal? What was the idea you had way back uh, pre-COVID, like when you were working in Dubai? Yeah, so it's always been, I wouldn't say always been, since me and my husband met, he had a holiday home in Spain that uh, he took me to once. And I haven't really visited Spain too much. Uh, We were always more France or, you know, just traveling around the UK. So when we first came to Spain and I stayed in his house, it was like, oh, this is quite nice, quite like this. So then we'd come, you know, we'd do two week holidays because, you know, it's quite a longish kind of journey from Dubai from what uh, from other kind of places we can go and just every time we came back I just wanted to stay longer and lo- in a little bit longer and then a little bit longer then we started to make a network out here and friends and you know cycling is also very easy to meet new people and it was just that was when the little seed got planted in my head but again I didn't like what you mentioned I didn't know how far away it was it felt like it was miles and miles away um because I was still in my 30s like just after my you know late well mid to latish kind of 30s so I just didn't know how achievable it was but I was going to you know picture board that we always did picture board that was always part of my or dream board picture board it was always in there somewhere mm. but it wasn't at the forefront but it was there yeah it's like a, your yeah. vision you had an idea you'd yeah. experience you knew this was something that was brewing yeah it was like oh yeah this is yeah. every time I come I want to stay yeah I want to stay yeah. a bit longer what was it that was kind of making you want to stay a bit longer like say you said there was a network of friends it just did it yeah. start to feel homely a little bit but for me it was the lifestyle Mm-hmm. And, you know, for those that are, are in, that are in Dubai, and even when I reflect back, it is so full gas pace. Everything is full gas. You just don't get, just work is full on, you drive full on, you live your life socially full on, and it's just full on. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> and when you come, you know, when I came here, it was just, oh, I can relax and I can do and you know of course the cheap wine and cheese and tapas (laughs) is always an advantage but you know it was just part of that I just felt not freedom not free I just felt lighter when I was here and not happier but happier just Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. slower pace and it's hard to say that when you're like just after your mid-30s looking for slower pace of life but that was I think that was the thing every time we went back to Dubai hot humid sand back to full back to full pace again and it was just like okay we're off it's just being set out of the set out of the gates and off we go and it was just full on again and then you kind of get back into it and you forget about it and you just start this little cycle again (laughs) I think that's a really important point it's a cycle that you can keep living or it's one you can stop and think or ask yourself what's working what's not you know 
And like you say, this slower pace of life was starting to work for you. You're like, ah, oh, this yeah. lifestyle feels right. Yeah. This full gas going back to Dubai is feeling, was it harder or just more, what what was it bringing or what was the lack of when you kind of come back and it was full pace? It wasn't like dread, but it was just that initial feelings of, oh, I don't want to go back or mm. that you know, I don't want to, not that I don't want to be here. That's not where I was in the beginning, but it was just, I just, I, I didn't want to go back. I wasn't ready to kind of go back. And yeah. it was, you know, even though I was here in, you know, in Spain, enjoying my summer and, you know, having a holiday and everything else, you know, it was, it was that kind of piece that I didn't quite know. I didn't know how I could live here yeah. at that point. Cause yeah. I was still, you know, I know, I know, Heidi, we've done a lot of work around belief systems and all that kind of thing around, you know, because I, you know, we've all, if I say our generation was brought up to work hard, nine to five, you know, all that kind of, you know, this is how we do it. As long as we have a full time job and it'll all be fine and get money in and, you know, all this flexibility and working for yourself wasn't really a belief for me. Yeah. Um, it was also a corporate life. That's what it was. That's what I've done. And it was just that, it, it wasn't just the feeling of going back to work. It was just going back to the heat, going back yeah. to the sand, going back to driving like a crazy person again, going back to, it was know, everything, just running it? around. It was, it was just of, like, oh. Yeah, I think it's what you said, it's like that lifestyle. It was so different. So you got yeah. the, the Spanish lifestyle, which you were starting to feel quite good at achieving, like doing. It was like, actually, this is something I can do. And then the Dubai lifestyle, which you had been thriving in was starting to feel harder in the sense of harder. it didn't feel as natural to you it wasn't yeah. helping you thrive there was an element of like you said whether it was dread or just kind of like uh remember we talk about like this internal kind of conflict sometimes where it's just yeah. like I don't want to be doing it I can do it but there's something that's pulling me away there's yeah. like an internal feeling wasn't there that something was just did not fit in right or sitting right and um, and I think this is where a lot of people will resonate because you were in a corporate job, very successful in your role. You'd worked up the ladder, you know, like you said, that was something that was important to you. Belief systems there in place that the more you work, the harder yeah. you work, the more success you have. And, you know, and that's what you do. And you were doing that and you were doing it great. So what was it within this piece around, okay, I definitely want to, think about moving to Spain but I have no idea how this would even happen so was it the job that was making it hard to see past or, or see kind of that future or was it something else I think it was a little a little bit of the job and also my comfort zone because I didn't quite know how it was going to work so even like I said you know I was I'd, I'd kind of kept moving around in the company and got this great opportunity to build something from scratch and build a team and build this. And, you know, that was a whole different element of me as a person mm -hmm. to kind of take on. Um, but also it was, I mean, one small opportunity came when Brexit happened because we knew Brexit was coming and it was like, okay, well, we have to either do residency now in Spain um, or, because that's one opportunity so that, you know, but we didn't really know what the impact of that was going to be. So we were kind of humming and haying and thinking about it. And, but it didn't feel like, it didn't feel like the right time. It felt like I was being pushed, mm. you know, it's either now or never. 
and I'm not very good in that situation. That's like backing me into a wall. It's like, no, no, I'm not, I'm not good. I'm not very sure, but you know, we kind of kept going anyway. So I think what just kept me, it just, I just didn't, I just didn't feel I was ready. Yeah. I hadn't thought about it enough and you know, I'm a big planner and I hadn't thought about it enough and I hadn't done enough steps in my head. And I also thought that my career in Dubai still had a bit more to give. Um, so that was kind of ticking along and then Brexit kind of happened and I missed the boat. The door was shut. Well, we still had that three months, didn't we? Until March, January to March. So the door was still, uh, I don't really know. And then COVID hit. Yeah. So I was like, oh, because Dubai, we came into a very strict lockdown, whereas the UK and Spain, because it was their summer, they were still quite open. So the timing, yeah. So when we went into lockdown, it was like, okay, well, I'm not going to make March. Okay. It wasn't meant to be. Yeah. We'll figure something else out. That's it. It kind of was like put on hold out of your choice. So there was almost like when you had like that, okay, I'm not ready to make a decision. The decision almost got taken away. Yeah. But what did that allow you? So think about that time in lockdown Mm. and COVID, because I know you've mentioned to me that this was actually a pivotal moment, wasn't it? That experience that really helped you gain more clarity. So let's hear about how that come about. Because this is important, because this is where people get is. stuck, isn't it? They get stuck yeah. and they can't see. And I think that's what, like you say, you were there. You couldn't see the action steps. You couldn't see how it was actually going to happen. And without that plan, it yeah. wasn't going to happen. So yeah, let's hear about finding this sense of focus and clarity. Yeah, so COVID hit. And I mean, as I said, Dubai went straight into lockdown. Work, we went from... The office to then just being stuck at home um which you know some now it's normal but you know at that time it wasn't my husband's at home and you know we're never in the same house together for too long so that was a little interesting but it was just you know I, I didn't deal well with COVID to start with just from a meant from a mental point of view um I kind of whether people saw it in me or not I was spiraling into this kind of lockdown all of my doors and it was just I just wasn't in a good place mentally um that's when I started to dig out and find that's when my yoga started and my meditation started just to try and help ease that out and then I one one of our coaching sessions that I always remember was the one where we did on values and that I think that was the first time I admitted to myself that I think my values have changed it went from a career driven motivated like I was just you know I wanted to be up here and I was just so driven towards something that because I was spiraling I noticed that my health was in and no one was I'm not saying no one was helping me that's not what I meant but it was my opportunity to help myself and it was just things have got to change and again at the same point there was friends or people around me that you think you've got years in this life and you don't yeah at some point some people don't and it was just that thing of I've got one chance to do this life and I want to make it my best one and I've got to get myself out of this dark spiral and it was when I kind of started that that class I always remember that master class when it was that big aha moment of you're right my values have changed and then you got me to write down what my values deep down what my values were and when I reflected upon them it was like 
I need to make a change now. Mm, yeah, it, you can't kind of hide away from it because what you've done is you've actually set yourself up with accountability. Yeah. You know, you've got those people in your life that are like, well, Sarah, you're here talking about this. Right, yeah. we have to face it now. And it's okay. We do it in a kind way, don't we? In a nice way. We, you know, it's not, right, you know, you've got to take action now. It's no process. Let's yeah. talk about it. Right, okay. What is it that can help you move forward? But I think that is something that so many people don't check in on, isn't it? The values. Because we have a set of values and we forget that when we go through life-changing scenarios, and that could be COVID, that could be, you know, a loved one dying, it can be all sorts of things, like any type of sense of like trauma can really shift our values. And yeah. we have to check in and see, am I still living aligned with what is most important to me? And yeah. when it's not, or when you recognize that you're not, it can actually shape you a little bit. How did you feel yeah. when you were like, oh, hang on, these have actually changed. What am I doing? Yeah, and it was that, it's what you kind of always say to us. It's just, it's that first point of not admitting it or conf not confronting, that's the word I want to use, but that admission, that fact that you've written it down because I kind of thought that I was living my values because that's what we all want to do. Yeah. But there was such conflict it was that change it was you know and I was kind of hitting myself my head on a brick wall sometimes with with my job because I could see with what was happening in COVID and the way people were reacting or behaving or being treated or being and it was just you know this is not I don't like this anymore and it was only okay so something has shifted inside of me and I don't yeah. know if it was a snap of the finger switch or if it had always been there but this was the point where I was coming into such conflict yeah. um, and just getting angry about things that were that were going on around me. And then it was just, you got just to write them down. It was when I took a step back and wrote them down and then looked at them and went, wow, okay, this is... And then we did the next exercise was, okay, so how can we, what things can we be doing in our life, I think, or to go ahead that would align yeah. or be more aligned with these values. And then that's when this whole plan started to kind of kick off ah, nice. in baby steps. <laughs> yeah. And that we always focus on baby steps. Don't yeah, we? One yeah, step yeah, at a time. Let's not get too yeah. ahead of ourselves. No. That's just almost like stops us in our tracks. And it's like, okay, if you've worked out those values, then you can see, Oh, if I do this one small thing, that is more aligned. And that's all that matters, isn't it? And then yep. it's like this element of keeping that a priority and keeping that focus. So, what helped you go from, uh, you know, having that sense of like, oh, clarity, I see what I've got to do to now living in Spain? Because, you know, we've got, here you are in Dubai, going through a pandemic and working a corporate job that, you know, has meant a lot to you over the yeah. years. And now you're living in Spain in a completely different lifestyle. So let's have some of the the practicalities around it and like I say practicalities but I also love to know more about like who you are as a person that got you there think about those like qualities as well yeah I mean I think personally I went through a pretty big transformation all the way through COVID I went you know from a I, I definitely found a I wouldn't say a softer side to me, but I do want to say a softer side. Mm -hmm. I was more into my wellness. I was more into promoting wellness. 
I mean, that was one of my big things with my team back in my corporate job was, you know, we did, I feel we did a big shift. It was like, right, we're going to look after ourselves. We're going to keep as a close knit team. Um, you know, we're going to just, because you could button yourself away from it and just look after yourself. So I, I just, I just became, I, I don't want to say softer person, but I, there was just less regiment, less hierarchy. It was just, you know, we're bringing up my team, being more of a leader, the coaching side that was in it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It was just all of that. If, if I kind of, even looking at me now, it's just all of that. I just wanted, my switch came. I just wanted to help people mm-hmm. because I could just see a lot. I'd, I think one of my skills or qualities as a person has been, I've always been aware of what within myself or within others doesn't necessarily mean I knew how to deal with it, but I've always been aware mm. about how I've affected people or vice versa or how I can see people around about me. Um, I always ask people how they are, you know, I don't always expect a positive answer. I might not be able to help them, but sometimes it's just listening. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that was just a big thing that I saw people needed help with um, and yeah. they didn't know who to talk to or, and it kind of just grew on from there on the kind of softer side, which then toned down my corporate head, yeah. if I can say corporate head, to then be able to open up a lot more to other possibilities or opportunities that were out there. Because I still didn't know, I still didn't know how I was going to live here, like live here in Spain. Yeah. What was I going to do? How was I going to have money I was like you know all this kind of stuff I didn't know what that was and but I wasn't panicking because I I knew it would all fall into shape eventually and you know that's kind of where our um steps opened and I think that's also why the whole wellness and softer side came out because even though I, I am still in a bit of a corporate life now I know that that's not where I want to be say five ten years ahead of myself I do want to get more into that yoga retreat coaching Mm -hmm. meditation sign bowls you know all that calmer life whether there'll still always be a corporate element but I don't want there to my vision is to be more holistic yeah and more kind of that kind of lifestyle than the nine to five or you know whatever but um I'm still doing baby steps (laughs) yeah it sounds to me that it was that softer side was an element of like the human piece. You, it was more actually. Let's we're all on a even playing field here. No one knows what's going to happen. This is a whole new experience that we're going through. I have something that I can offer my team, and I really want yeah. to focus on that because that is what was more aligned with what values were coming up for you during that time. Yeah, and that's where you started to shift, wasn't it? That's where the mindset was shifted into hang on a minute, what's important long-term? I want to be able to help yes. people. Yeah. And it's also just remembering I didn't do like a whole big shift. I still yeah. had my corporate job. I was still doing this, but I was also just dabbling mm-hmm. a little bit just to kind of have a little taster and then come back. But I still had my comfort zone of this is my job. This is my money. This is, you know, all this, but I'm just going to have a little adventure around here and just see what's going on over here. And to be honest, that's probably what I'm still doing. Yeah. Because I still haven't 
know found out or you know I'm I'm just sniffing around just to see what's there and to see so it's not about all of that's what that yeah that's the point I was going to try and make I haven't done this big shift to like something to something else it's just I'm just stretching if I say that elastic band just my capabilities and I'm just seeing what opportunities are there there but I've still got my own safe space here of okay this is what it is just to open the door, have a little peek and then come back in again. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's it. Remember, we've talked about yeah. before, actually, calculated risks. Take yes. risks, take bold steps, do action. Like yeah. just keep allowing yourself to be curious and finding out what's possible. Things might not work. That's okay. Yeah. Because you've taken a calculated risk where you know yeah. that there are certain things in your life that have to stay safe. In a nutshell, we all know how corporate life works. And my, I know I, and Heidi, you'll remember this conversation that we had. I know when my bonuses were getting paid and I know when I could, when I could finish my job to still get my bonuses paid. So to, to be completely open, that was my, when I think about, you know, if I was looking right last year, you know, like a year ago, looking back, right, this is when my bonus is paid. When that is done, I know then my last point of no return when it makes, you know, I haven't done the whole year to then step away from a job that I won't get, you know, I've worked hard, you know, and I walk away without that bonus. So I knew six months was my limit, which was January was my last point of no return when I had to have a decision. So it was January 2022 mm -hmm. was when I had to finish because if I went into February, March, I may as well have stayed. Yes. Because that's what I'm trying to get to. I may as well oh, have stayed. Yeah, because, with calculated risks, yeah. you have yeah, to make a good decision here. And this is what people yeah. forget. Like when you have, whether it's a coaching session or just, you know, like we have our mastermind yeah. groups, we talk real. We're not being all, oh, but life, you know, you have to focus on what's important now and uh, all airy yeah. fairy. It's like, no, no, no. When's the bonus? Don't you miss out on that? You no. need that. You know, you've earned it. Yeah. Make yeah. sure you take that right, make the right decision of when to go. Um, so obviously it come to January, it was either stay or go. What was it that just got you to say, you know what, this is the right January for me to take this bold step? Well, so January was when we left. So 31st of January was when we left. So I had a three-month notice. So calculating, I had to hand my notice in January, December, November. First of November, I had to hand my notice in. So leading up, that was that pivotal point. So it was just like um, a few things had happened, let's just say in the corporate stuff, that my values really did not accept. Mm. Um, and it was a personal impact on me. Yeah. And that is when I knew enough is enough. Mm -hmm. And um, But to be honest, more happened around December where I was relieved that I'd done it because there was more stuff that, that came in and impacted me. So I think it was, right, we've got to do it now. It, and it was, I think it was the fact that from September, October, I just felt that my values were so far away of where I wanted to be from where I was and I don't know if you remember that one thing that actually really helped me along with my belief system 
with my corporate thing was uh, Victoria Mas- Maskell. Yes. So she does the. Yeah, so, and she does the BR. Uh, I can't. I can't remember the the four letters. I should have looked it up before I came. It's okay. We'll B- put a link. BR. Okay. Good. Yeah. Um. And this is whole this whole wiring in your brain. Yeah. So my mm-hmm. my belief from when I was young, which is what I've said in the beginning, was that I need a regular salary job to be coming in to do it. But being in Spain. I was starting to find out with when moving to Spain, putting out my feelers was that I would probably have to go freelance or consultant or whatever it was, which scared the living all things inside me because that has no security that on my head, no security. Who knows how I'm going to do? We're going to be living in a, well, not in a cardboard box because we own this house and it was all paid for, but living on beans and spaghetti hoops, which is not a big deal. So I did a session with uh, Victoria on that whole rewiring your head and I, I couldn't believe it. Like, and it was all just about the the way that it kind of works is imagining like the worst thing that it could possibly happen. So the spaghetti hoops and all yeah. that kind of thing, which is not a big, you know, and Heidi, we've done this exercise before and I can't remember what you call it, but you know, what is the worst that can happen? And we yeah. had the worst case, the medium case or whatever and then yeah. the best case like um, so we have exactly we have done that exercise before but there was just something about this is it bwrt or something something like it's that yeah we'll, something we'll figure ab- it out oh, yeah mm-hmm. something about this that i just came away from that session it was like 45 minutes and i was just i was just yeah. oh what's the worst that can happen and then i don't know i just there was probably something that triggered me in October because there's always something that triggers me. I just said, I've had enough and this is it. This is my time and this is what I'm doing. And my husband was kind of nervous and I was like, no, this is, you know, if if you know Paul and I, it's just like, no, we're going to do this. And he's just like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He wasn't quite sure about it, but because I was going, he wasn't staying. Yeah, and it just, but I was shaking that few days leading up because I had my deadline of when I had had to hand my notice in and I had it written, but I was shaking and I was so relieved when I handed it over because the best thing I felt leaving was that I wasn't leaving or the reason I I wasn't leaving because of X, Y, Z that had happened. We all know what happens in a corporate life. All will give you more money. All will give you this is give you that. And then you're like, "Mm, I don't really know. But I wasn't leaving for any of that. I was leaving to no job. I was leaving to nothing. I was leaving just to go and live a new life. And it just made me feel so good to say that. The the kind of counterpart of that is that they didn't believe me that I would do it. Yeah. Which probably gave that. me more because they probably, that probably gave me more motivation because they didn't believe me. That they'll say, oh, she'll never, you know, no one does that. It's all that security yeah. thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. nobody does that. Mm-hmm. And it probably just gave me more motivation to kind of prove them wrong because that's the kind of person I am for those that know me. That's the person I am. Like, but, I will prove you wrong. But I also <laughs> think you. as well, yeah, it was that good driver for you to yeah. keep going. But I think if you hadn't have been open to sharing what was going on inside, like that self-awareness around the money stuff, the, in, yeah. the negative beliefs, working with Victoria for that session, 
having those masterclasses and being part of it you know you got to that toolkit because of joining other masterclasses and it was like it you know what it all comes together when you put yourself in that place to allow yourself to grow you got uncomfortable in a way it wasn't oh I'm gonna just ditch my job and get uncomfortable it was like no I'm gonna get uncomfortable because I'm gonna face up to the fact that I know I need a change Mm. And that was the uncomfortable bit. And you just put yourself in this kind of vulnerable place with people who were like-minded though, that wanted to help. They wanted to bring out the best in you. So you created a support network and that, you know, um, it really helped you build that inner belief. So when you, when you handed that notice in, it's like, yeah, I'm doing this for me. I can do this. And that's, you know, this is part of the process, isn't it? This is the journey that people talk about. You don't really know that part until you're in it you don't really believe it that all of these things play a huge part in that one step I think like that was such a great way the way you just explained it there was so insightful I think for people to realize yeah this isn't just one decision you had to make this was like a whole process to get you to the point of no return where you're like I know you got offered all the money you got offered to stay you got offered everything and it's like no, nothing's going to make me change this now because I'm living this through my values. I've got a bigger why than all of this and you can yeah. offer me. And that, you know, that only comes from self, self-work, self like doing the work. Yeah, it was, you know, just a lot of small things put together got me to where well small things consistency accountability it was all that but I mean even you know what you were saying there you know even some of the conversations that we had in our master class when I look back now I laugh because I just felt it's not a guilt of myself but to to admit to myself and everyone on the thing that I needed to have money coming in every month or the way that I'm wired my belief system it sounds ridiculous like, but it was just what I believed. And and also that admission that I had with my role in a big corporation was my identity yeah. or what I thought was my identity. Mm-hmm. And again, that sounds ridiculous, but it the admission, how long it took me to admit that to myself, because that's where I thought status and, you know, this was where I was. And because this is, you know, what I've been doing for a long time. And it's just, you know, if I look to where I am now, I think I'm a much higher up the tree person now for what I'm doing from, and I've got no real job title apart from, you know, whatever, no real job title. I'm definitely not on the same money, (laughs) but my other part of my life is so much flourished and Mm. it's, you know, I've just got, yeah, you know, it's just, I I just, I'm not, I don't feel embarrassed when I think back to some of the things I was scared to admit to myself, but it's just like, wow that's a change isn't it yes. that's that's a change yeah I know what yeah. you mean when you say you look back I think of the things I've said before and I'm like oh my god can't believe you used to think that of being I like that. God. but yeah. that's growth you know when we talk about growth that growth yeah. mindset you have to go through that motion of accepting where you're at and then being able to you know make some shifts moving forward yeah um, like so where, you where you're back yeah, where you're at, but also where you've come from was a was a difficult yeah. thing for me. 
Yeah. And it was, you know, used to, well, we used to say peel the onion back. Yeah. We didn't really like to peel the onion. And it was just being aware of what's gone on before to get you to where you are. So then you can maybe just go back a little bit and tidy up, like sweep yeah, under the carpet, that. you know, just sweep <laughs> under the carpet. Now we're, we're hoovering up the carpet. We're That's getting rid it. of all the stuff that you threw <laughs> and then moving on. You know, it was just, I couldn't move on until yeah. I'd addressed a few things. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm sure there's, the, you know, we know there's still a big onion to be uncovered, but I'm okay, you know. I've done well, enough at the moment. That's it. And that's important. You don't have yeah. to constant, you know, constantly no. delve into that. You've got to allow no. yourself breaks to be happy with what you have and what you've yeah. created. And then when you're ready, it will come up. It's like, you know, when you just had that internal feeling that something was off. Yeah. Something will come up again and you'll be like, oh, I'm ready now to do that next yeah. layer. I wouldn't change any of the steps that I did. I mean, I really wouldn't. I mean, your the coaching sessions, the mastermind sessions, the chats that we have, you know, even the chats of the people that are in the group and out with, you know, it's all, they're all just there to help you get to where you want to go. And it's, I'm not afraid of failure in terms of some of the little baby steps that even I took, you know, just some things that I think that I, said I was going to be accountable for haven't quite worked out and I'm not like I'm not I'll, I'll come back to you in a minute but at the moment this is you don't stop my path you know we took a little diversion and we'll just go another way you know it's just definitely breaking it down and making things achievable and just not being in a rush um mm. things will pick up at their at their own pace and you know you've said it a few times about calculated risk you know, I mean, I'm all about making sure I know that I've kind of covered off, right, this could go wrong or not wrong, but this could be a bit risky or I've got to be careful of this. And then I've got a solution. I'm always solution orientated. How can I make this work? What do I need to do next? And that's where you and the, the rest of the group, Heidi, really help break that down as to what it is that I needed to do. Mm. You know, because if we think back to the beginning, you know, we even had a, a job of me making my team my corporate team more accountable so that when I left they had more responsibility and even mm -hmm. though you la I laugh at that now but that was one of my goals I needed to get my work off my shoulders yeah. so that I felt that I could leave and it was probably for my own not ego but you know for my own self like they're going to be fine without me like that yeah. was that was a step yeah that transition was a step absolutely this is you knowing yourself though you knew yeah. that that was important so yeah, we've got, it was. Yeah, it was important, and we had to put that in place. You couldn't. We couldn't yeah. just say, "Oh no, that's not important." I. No one can tell <laughs> they'll you. Figure, important. They'll you know, figure it out. Yeah, you have no. to deal with the things in your yeah. way, and that is so good to share. I think mm. so. We've got advice. One, get help. Don't do it by yourself. Yep. That was no. kind of a key one there. You said at the start. Two, embrace a growth mindset in the fact that mm. failure isn't bad. Don't be scared of it, but use nope. it. Yeah, use yeah. it and let you kind of navigate your way around it. Be flexible with it. I think that's really great advice. Yeah. And then obviously that third piece was, you know, plan for it. Make a plan, set some steps, know what you're doing, take the decisions out as much as possible so you can just focus on the action. And I think like um, what you said there was kind of expect things to maybe not go to plan 
and have solutions mm. for it. So you don't kind of hold yourself back by, you know, feeling that, oh, if everything doesn't go to plan, then nothing will happen. It's actually, things probably won't go to plan. So I'm just going to have options. I'm going to have solutions and work my way through it as and when it comes about. Yeah. Yeah. And I think just a final point was I just surrounded myself with the right inspiring. I wouldn't say not always. I mean, I'm not to focus on the positive mindset people because, you know, we can't always be positive, yeah. but the supportive, the um, the right people around me that kind of made me believe whether they had done it themselves, which, you know, we've had in the mastermind group, some people have done something similar and done the jump and they've been fine. Like, you know, nothing's kind of, nothing's happened. They're all good. You yeah. know, it's just being, and then that's where the kind of belief, their actions and their experiences help me believe that I can also do it. Even yeah. though I haven't gone in their direct path, I've maybe veered off slightly, but it's, we were always there to support each other mm. and it was and just break it down and help me stop, stop me getting overwhelmed by everything that I had to do. And that's what all the breaking down was. So, I mean, definitely the people around about me. Yeah. Yeah. So important to actually have people that have done what you want to do so you can yeah. see it. It's a reality for people. Yeah. It means it's a really a reality for you. You just got to figure out how. Yeah. yeah. And that's a great yep. note to end it on because now, Sarah, you are one of those people in the group. <laughs> people now look to you and go, oh, well, she did it so I can do it. Yeah. And that's why yeah. you're on this podcast. Um, so thank you <laughs> so much for sharing your story today. What have you got planned for the rest of the the day? On a, what, what do you do on a Sunday? Well, the good Spain? thing, like, well, everything's closed on a Sunday. Not everything, but supermarkets and, you know, most things are closed on a Sunday, which is something I love here because we have that one day to just relax and do nothing. So normally we just sit out on the balcony or my husband's still out cycling. So I'll probably just try and do a few things, houseworky things before he comes home. Feet up, film on. Yeah, and then just grab a bottle of wine and off we go. <laughs> Get ready for work. Get ready for work tomorrow. Like, nice. and so nice and refreshed to yeah. start tomorrow. Amazing. Yeah. Well, I love thank it. Thank you so much. Um, thank and you. I will speak to you soon. Yes. Ciao.